you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. We are presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky live in New York City. It's Wednesday, December 28th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. That's Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty. Peter Schrager homesick today. Sorry, Peter. Hi, mm. Peter. We love you. We know you're listening, and we know you'll have takes, okay? So our <laughs> phone lines are open. Peter Schrager. I think you mean you. notes. He'll notes. have notes. Just takes and notes. Too, Feedback. Yeah. Yes. We're going to have fun today. I but promise. the beauty is we get to talk more. So let's yeah. do the lead block. The lead block. The lead block. All right, AFC playoff picture because tis the season. Bills 12 and 3. They have obviously clinched the AFC East as the Chiefs had in the done a couple weeks ago in the West. Bengals, um, they have a playoff berth, but the North still up for grabs. But let's take a look at these two in the top spots in particular and how they can clinch home field and a bye, which is the top spot in the AFC. They both need to win out, but the name that you draw to, the game that you go to, inherently, Bills at Bengals. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's Monday Night Football yeah. this weekend. So, feels like a heavier lift. Let's talk what it would mean for these two teams and how okay. good they are yeah. to have home field advantage and a bye yeah. to enter the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But which team do you think would find it more useful to have a bye and a home field advantage in the first week? So hard to figure out right, which team needs it more as both of them are relatively healthy at this point in the season. But who doesn't want a first-round bye? But as I look at this, this is Kansas City territory. They're used to being at home throughout the playoffs in this stretch where Patrick Mahomes has been at the helm with Andy Reid. They've been extremely successful. Out of the last three seasons, they've been to two Super Bowls and there have been one common denominator multiple, but one in particular common denominator throughout the playoffs. 
Both times that they went to the Super Bowl, they were the number one seed. They had home field advantage, and they had a first-round bye. It is huge. You look at it in 2019. They get that bye, they go on to the Super Bowl, and obviously we know they fall short, and they lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That next year, first-round bye again. They go on to win the Super Bowl. And then this past year, they play in a wild-card game against Pittsburgh as they advance. They end up losing in the AFC Championship. And it's been the thing for Kansas City. They're used to being at Arrowhead, where the fans are going absolutely insane. This past week, we saw a fan in the cold, no shirt on, take his boot off, pour his beer in his boot, yeah. and you know how that finished. Yes, we saw really? that this weekend at Arrowhead Stadium. Those fans go absolutely insane. So for the Kansas City Chiefs, being at home is where they've had their most success in the playoffs. So if y'all had to choose one team, they both won it. I know what it's like. I remember being with the Patriots in 2019. We played Miami Dolphins last game of the season. If we win that game, we get a first round bye. We lose that game. I remember being in the locker room and it felt like we had already lost the playoff game. Just how defeated everybody was. That next week, we go out to Tennessee Titans, roll into town, and the wild card, send us packing back home on a vacation. So a first-round bye is huge for a team to rest up, even, I think, bigger than the home field advantage. Throughout. I think the Patriots are still on that vacation. If we look at them, might be. Saying, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I can't believe we're sitting here with the Chiefs and Bills, and they're both 12-3. and three. Like, what are the chances? It's so crazy with two yeah. weeks left. Both 12-3. and three. And also, if you look at Buffalo, everything they've been through this year, the last few years, trying to get over the Chiefs, trying to get over the Mountain, and then this year – Weather, injury, all that, and like lose to the Bengals, I think you're screwed. Like mm. lose yeah. to the Bengals, I think you're going back to Arrowhead maybe for a title game or division yeah. run. That's all it has to be because the Chiefs are playing the Broncos and the Raiders, and those are just two teams that they just wear out year after year. Beat both of them, and Bills lose to the Bengals. It's like, all right, back in Arrowhead. It's just that easy, and it goes that fast. But I think in this conversation, home field is great, and we've talked about it a bunch. I think the buy is so big, yeah. and not, yeah. it's it's big every year, of course. But just look at the AFC field and tell me, do you want to play two playoff games to get to the Super Bowl, or do you want to play three? <laughs> Who do you want to play there? Like even teams right now, like the Chargers are like streaking, and they feel like this year's Bengals. The Ravens are mysterious and this this enigma that we don't know. The Jaguars are dangerous. The Dolphins, who the hell knows? But like, just <laughs> take your pick and throw a dart at the screen and be like. Would you like to have a week off? Like, it's almost like you'd like to have the week off more than the home field, especially now, just to batten down the hatches and get right and chill out. It's like the buy is always high stakes, and it's particularly high stakes when it went to one. But yes. this AFC, we know this is going to be Royal Rumble. We know this is going to be one month of chaos and bedlam. And it's just that buy is so, so, so massive. And then if you look at the home field side of it, the thing that keeps striking me about, you're talking about Mahomes and the Chiefs, this guy in this crazy career that he's had has never played a road playoff game. Like, never, ever. It's like, so he's the only road games he's played in the playoffs are Super Bowls. So he's never had this, well, we got to go to Pittsburgh and win or Tennessee or anything. Mm -hmm. It's only Arrowhead. So if he wakes up and has to go to the divisional round in any one of those cities, it's like he's a rookie again. He's never done that. And it's a really rare thing. And it speaks to how well they've been uh, in the regular season with the records. But I would say probably Buffalo by a nose. Yeah. But it's, it's whoever gets that bye. It's almost like they already have have a playoff win mm -hmm. and in this AFC more than ever it's massive yeah. I'm right there with you twofold the Bills I go with the Bills that they need it to have the bye and the home field but I think a lot of it has to do with Patrick Mahomes you know mm -hmm. just just to put it into context Kyle you hit the nail on the head but it's not just like one time he's gone through the playoffs and he's got to play at home and go to a Super Bowl it's nine games he's mm -hmm. played nine postseason games at Arrowhead that's, that's a awesome. lot 
He's thrown yeah. 26 touchdowns at home at Arrowhead in the postseason wow. and just two picks. That is a wild advantage that Patrick Mahomes has for the Chiefs in the postseason. If I'm the Bills, even just one game, even if you have to host host, and then if you have something crazy happens and someone's got to come in where you didn't expect them, but it's it's that extra game that I think like we all know what it feels like to work months on end. You see that vacation. What? Coming, like, I know. Here? You see it coming at the end of February, and you're like, wait. And then to have it kind of sneak up on you and be a gift in early January, I think for the bodies in particular. You talk to Josh Allen every week. I know he's one week at a time. Oh, my God, yeah. But but (laughs) you have to – you've you've monitored his emotional kind of stamina this whole way. You think he could use a break down the stretch here? Just a beat. Oh, my God. Because if you ask him – how big would that one seed be for you guys? It's like, lock in. We're, we're just training a complimentary football one game at a time. So locked in. So absolutely massive, especially him. And, like, he goes to California and his bye. They rest. They relax. They recover. And also, I'm looking at the Mahomes thing, 7-2 and two at home in the playoffs. Both of those losses were in overtime. Yes. Back to Brady and the Pats yep. and, then, and then Burrow and the Bengals. So it's like... They're not even genuine losses. Like, they're just, they have to go extra to beat them. But I think they could use the break bad. I think they're getting ready for the stretch run. And it's like, that that is like the Powerball right now of the AFC. If you can get that sweet, sweet buy. We talked about this yesterday, and I think it's important to bring up again, is just what Buffalo has had to deal with as a city, a Mm -hmm. team. Like, the fact that they lost Von Miller earlier this month is like a blip on this team's radar at this point because of everything that they've had to go through. Buffalo has just been uh, under, I mean, the weather that has affected this town, the team, their travel. I mean, this is, at this point, Jason, like, this is so challenging emotionally for players to go this far down the stretch. And, like, it's a lot. And, Kyle, I think that was like a direct quote from you, Kyle, yesterday, like, It's a lot to go through three back-to-back-to-back games in 12 days. This is between Thanksgiving and early December. You get your game moved to Detroit. You go back to Buffalo. The weather is just nonstop. It affects your community in a really harsh way. And so I think that goes back to the just two games in January at home in the postseason. That'd be a gift for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, for sure. And I think when you go through some of these things, that, that adversity helps build character. It helps bring your team together when they're there and they have to stay in Chicago on Christmas Eve. And now you're just hanging out at a local bar. And it's just you and the guys. It's almost like being back at training camp in college where you all stay in one dorm and you're forced to be around each other. So it's a very nice thing to get some camaraderie in the middle of all of that's going on. But as I listen to everything we said at the Mm -hmm. table, it just reaffirms that Patrick Mahomes needs the home field advantage Mm. and the bye week because like we just said, he's never had to travel to play a playoff game. So for them to continue to advance, why try something different? Stay at home. Mm -hmm. If they're able to get this number one seed, it'll be huge, but we'll see what happens. If the Bengals were able to win Monday night against Buffalo, like that's a table flipping thing. It's like, oh my God, the AFC title game really is the Arrowhead Invitational because camaraderie, adversity, all stuff Buffalo's gone through is great. You know what else is just great? Kelsey. Like, yeah. Travis Kelsey, like, I, I, I respect what you guys have gone through, but I'm still Kelsey, and I win every single time we play you guys in the big game. <laughs> it's uh, it, I go The off. Buffalo thing is, is massive, too, and it's taken a very dark turn, too. Like, there are people who are losing their lives yeah. in Western New York yep. right now, and the Bills and Stefan and Josh are talking about it, about how we're rallying around this community. So they have massive, massive amounts of emotional mm-hmm. inspiration and baggage, but when it comes time to play the game, like, they got to beat Cincinnati, and um, Kansas City's going to be rooting like hell that they don't. Oh Oh, that game Monday night. Let's just start talking about it now, all right? Okay, we'll take a beat. We'll talk to Ian, and then we will look ahead to that fabulous Monday night football game. 
Ian, big news around the league yesterday comes out. What's the latest? What do we need to know? What are we talking about this morning? Well, let's talk about Tua Tagovailoa, the Miami Dolphins starting quarterback, once again in the NFL's concussion protocol. This actually came up not during the game, but after the game. Tua reported symptoms of a concussion and was once again placed in the concussion protocol. Obviously not his first time this season. Had that very scary hit on national TV. He was taken to a hospital, missed two games. And then, of course, the situation before that, Earlier on in the season when it seemed he was out for a head injury, then later amended to a neck injury. Either way, a lot of say, questions about this. Dr. Alan Sills, the NFL's chief medical officer, talked to Judy Batista on total access last night and said Tua exhibited zero injury behavior, zero symptoms that would have triggered the protocol during the game. Uh, so as of now, there is no investigation into this situation. Obviously, Tua's status very much in doubt for this weekend. Meanwhile... J.J. Watt announced his retirement. Seemingly out of nowhere, though, my understanding, this is something that J.J. Watt has known for probably a couple months that this season would be his last. Announced that he had played his final home game already, has two more games on the road. And you know, guys, I mean, this is one of the true greats. Three-time Defensive Player of the Year, seven-time All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowl, plus Man of the Year after everything he did with Hurricane Harvey. I think all of us have a moment where they were watching a game and we're like, wow, J.J. Watt is amazing. There's so many of them. Either way, one of the greats of all time called it a career yesterday. Yeah, that was uh, surprising news, but also can't wait to celebrate him and everything he's done in the game of football. And as yeah. Ian, you mentioned, away from the game of football. We're going to talk about him later in Good Morning Football. It's just crazy to hear after the game he had last week. He was coming off yeah, the line good. like he was 25 years old. It was <laughs> incredible to watch. Rap Sheet, thanks very much. We'll talk to you in a little bit. It's the final game of the season on Thursday Night Football. And Here we go. Oh, it's a doozy. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys take on King Henry and the Titans. This is a must-see matchup. There's a lot of layers to it. We're going to unpack this one in the second hour of the show. Cowboys-Titans, it's Thursday Night Football tomorrow, 8.15 p.m. Eastern on Prime Video. And mm. you can stream it on NFL+. Plus. You just mentioned it. J.J. Watt announced that it looks like he's going to retire. Does this career deserve its own movie? Wow. Mm. A J.J. Watt movie. And if so, what film franchise would it be a part of? We ask the important questions here on Good Morning Football on a Wednesday. Don't go anywhere, my friends. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Good morning, football, and it's time hey. for Whiteboard Wednesday, where we get to ask questions, fill in the blank, write our answers on here, and then it lives on in infamy. Let's kick it off with the first of three questions. After a dominant display from his defense on Monday night against the Colts, Chargers head coach Brandon Staley called their efforts, quote, a complete performance. It's pretty high praise. Yeah, the is. player that you want to see, just the single player, a complete performance in Week 17 is... Okay. Go ahead. I'm Googling my there's, answer. There's, there's oh, you're, no, okay, great. No, Peter today. So I, I no, have, Peter. I have Peter to doesn't go, have to go first. Jason doesn't go, go first because we all know no, that Peter. Kyle has to go last. So I am going with Sam Darnold. Last week we saw the running game take off. Dante Foreman, Chuba Hubbard went off. But Sam Darnold was efficient too. 250 yards passing, one touchdown. This guy has played really well since he's inserted in the lineup and has done a really good job for the Carolina Panthers. So much is going on. The division is still up for grabs. If you can haul it, you, you can, can have have it. Mm -hmm. That is coming straight from Kyle Brandt. He said that weeks ago with yep. this division, and it is still the case. A huge game against Tampa Bay going against Tom Brady, who may have not been his best this year, but in the fourth quarter when it's winning time, the witching hour, yeah. Tom Brady comes alive and finds a way. Sam Darnold, you need to have a complete performance. You need to be able to lead your team to victory this week if you want to have the division. A great opportunity for Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers. Keep pounding. Come on Keep now. pounding. I'm going to go with the guy who's got to travel all the way across the country in order to have a bounce back game and that's the Mike White experience. The Mike White Lotus nice. as well because this is the name of the director for this fantastic show that everybody's raving about. Haven't seen it yet. Mike White broke a couple ribs a couple weeks ago but then when the Jets scored a touchdown last week I did see you with a flicker of celebration and I was like he's good to go. He's going to bounce back. <laughs> if you can lift your arms up over then you can do this. I, I really I said this yesterday. I really feel for Robert Sala and just what he is attempting to do because I think the Jets they have talent. They are good. The defense is young. They're great. And they play, they're play. they playing really well, except for that one little sneaky quarterback position, which feels important at times. Mike White, make a name for yourself. Have a complete performance. And take yourself into the offseason, perhaps, with really a lot of conversation around your sure. name. I like that what, they went to, like, 10 doctors to try to find yeah, one. And I'm urgent, just trying to play. Down the road. <laughs> I, got, I represented our guy, Peace Regs, up here. And I'm going to go with Jamar Chase. Mm, mm. Jamar Chase, as we've been wrapped up all year in this Justin Jefferson experience, which has been great, 
Chase a little under the radar. Yeah. All right, this is his old college teammate, and it was like last year was the Jamar Chase year. Well, Jamar Chase has been playing really good the last few weeks. You know, he was injured in the middle of the year. But you know what? I would love to see him on Monday night give the Bills his best punch. I want to see if the Bills can handle that. If Jamar Chase goes for 160-2, and two, can the Bills still win? Because there's thoughts about Buffalo's secondary that it might be a little bit suspect. And I would love Jamar Chase to reintroduce himself just in time for the playoffs about, look, I know you love all these other receivers and my guy Justin Jefferson is great, but I'm the sensation who got the Bengals to mm-hmm. a Super Bowl. Jamar Chase, reintroduce yourself, not as a great player, as a superstar Monday night. We're ready. Bills, that'll be a challenge for them. J.J. Watt, as we mentioned, announced yesterday that he'll be retiring at the yeah. end of the season. He's already played his final home game. He's got two left to go. He had 12 seasons in the league. Hmm. We're not really sure what Watt will do next, but we know that we'll know about it. And uh, But he does have some experience appearing in movies and television shows. Yeah. So let's pick a movie franchise that we would love to see J.J. Watt star in, that we think he would be the perfect character for. Okay. You know, we don't have enough movies. We don't have enough Fast and Furious. Mm. We need more. Uh, Let's go. It would be what? Maybe number 15? Don't know. J.J. Watt and his brothers, they become the villains in the next Fast and Furious movie. Oh, the villains. Taking on Dominic Toretto. Mm -hmm. And they're the gang led by J.J. Watt. And they're these football players on the weekend, but during the week, they're running the game and they're just causing trouble. You have J.J., T.J., and Derek, the Watt brothers, the Watt gang. They're out there. J.J.'s them. He's walking around, no shirt on, cameras following him, and they're getting it done. So I want to see J.J. Watt and the family in a Fast and the Furious 15 at that point. Right? I know, because at that point, someone else is going to retire. They're going to be in it. So it's got to be at least like 15, 16, 17. I had to write a little, uh, I had to change the name of my movie. So uh, we've already seen him in this outfit, so I feel like it fits immediately that J.J. Watt in a white tank top, just all like sweaty, he's got dirt on his face, and J.J. Watt in Die Hard needs to happen. Um, J.J. Watt in Die Hard Workout Harder, I think is what the first one should be called. Because um, as the summary goes, John McClane realizes that there is no one to save, that no one can save hostages except for him. And Mm -hmm. it just feels like J.J. Watt is that kind of hero, that he could really fulfill that for people Mm -hmm. that need him most. And he finds himself in a precarious situation with a white tank top on. Mm-hmm. And he just has to do what gets done in a white tank top. And it I just, it. it feels mm-hmm. like it fits. And then also, I think what we're knowing is that J.J. Watt can just kind of keep the chapters going. So we're picking franchises that have mm-hmm. lots of options and could go on for years and years and years. Because we need more J.J. Watt. John McClane does a lot of talking to himself, too. And yes. J.J. used to be mic'd up and he would kind of talk. Yes. The whole time. Like he kind of talks yes. that way. And His little McClane thing. Very right. easily baked in workout montages, I yeah. think, too, within the Die Hard. Like, so I have to prepare to take down the terrorists yeah. that are in the building. So, tough guy, Fast and Furious, tough guy, Die Hard. Yeah. I zagged a little bit, guys. I'm going to go with, uh, and I'm going to phrase it properly, J.J. Watt should be in the Twilight Saga. <laughs> this is kind of perfect. I- I've seen those films. I've even read those books. <laughs> You got a bunch of like beautiful looking white people and uh, you get them together with him and his brothers and they're beautiful and they love the camera and it always finds them. It's all beautifully shot. But then like when it's time to throw down, like those Cullens can scrap. Like they, they can run really fast and there's that big one. What's his name? Kellen Lutz. He looks like a Watt brother. It's a TJ and JJ and, and it would be KJ, Kellen Lutz. He looks like it. And so TJ, 
JJ and Derek can show up. I saw Bad Moms, the movie that he's in. He plays like the junior high soccer coach, yes. and he's going back and forth mm-hmm. with Mila Kunis. He's genuinely funny. He's really, really good. So I think in the Twilight Saga, where they're being funny unintentionally, which JJ also does sometimes, I think he could be good in that and bring the brothers and uh, wreck some stuff and beat up some werewolves. That's I mean, what JJ Watt, the way he's been playing recently, has yeah. a vampire quality. Like, sure does. He's aging backwards yeah. at times, which is what Edward Cullen did. Yeah, he really did. Just uh, press pause. It's, it's, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out exactly why a JJ announced it now as opposed to a couple weeks. I've seen some theories. Two weeks uh, at a farewell tour. I'm, I'm sorry? Two weeks at the farewell tour. What does that mean? Farewell tour. You go around, wherever they're playing, last home game, everybody gets to celebrate J.J. Watt. Well, so then why wouldn't to... you do it before the last home game then so you can really like soak in maybe because now you got to go somewhere else. What was gotta... Arizona? Or maybe you just do it after the last game and so maybe no. it's just not. What? Do you, what? No, J.J. Watt. What do you mean? We want to celebrate him. Well, then do it for know. 17 games, like the, the random two games left. But you don't know in September maybe mm-hmm. if you're going to retire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way we're going now with retirements, like he could have done it five times over in the season and uh, we would have not or maybe he comes back hey listen season. Larry Fitzgerald still hasn't announced it you know what I'm yeah. saying like right. he could have done that yeah. I still don't know if he's done it's, the timing is interesting yeah, yeah it is mm-hmm. interesting Good Morning Football is presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky what's your beef? That's the squad right there. What's your beef? That's the question, and that's what it's time for. <laughs> Jamie, I understand you have a take and you have a beef with something. Well, I have found some people that exist in the world that have such a beef with a certain team in the NFL that I had to highlight. Them. Okay, what do you got? So, the baseline reason we all love football, yeah. sports in general, it doesn't matter. If you just change the channel and got to us, it's just, you like sports, yeah. stay here. It's because it's competition. You want to win. You want to see your team win. You want to see the team that beats your team lose. (laughs) Seeing the team that neighbors yours and maintaining an utter disdain for them is absolutely commonplace. This is a story of fantasy football lovers alike because you can quite quickly identify the villain in this story and apply it to your own life. For example, Yankees fans, you don't want someone mockingly asking you, who's your daddy? Mm -hmm. And you definitely don't own a pair of red socks. (laughs) Lakers fans, everyone seems to be annoyed with you, so we're just going to move on with that. But you know how it feels. You get disdain across the board. It's accepted in sports. How about Vikings Packers, though? Mm. Playing this weekend felt like a good time to display what this rivalry looks like from the western side of the Mississippi River. A couple of weeks ago, I was back home in Minnesota for game day morning for the incredible Colts-Vikings game. But the night before, I went to dinner with friends. A man approached our table and he said, hi, my name is Charlie. I graduated from the same high school that you did a couple of years ahead of you. Can I have a minute of your time to tell me about your fantasy fo- Tell me about your fantasy football league? I was like, okay. seriously, Charlie, this is what we're going to interrupt dinner for? Yeah. But we'll go with it. Sure. Charlie graduated high school in the mid-90s from the same high school, probably a fan of Drew Hill. And he's had the same <laughs> fantasy football league for the last 20 years with all guys that went to my high school. It's your typical fantasy football league, except for one thing. One thing really caught my ear. Packers players are banned in Come this again. league. Packers players are banned. You can't draft them. That's right. This league does not allow a single Packer player to be drafted. No Aaron Rodgers, no Christian Watson, no Aaron Jones. They do not exist in their point oh system. Now, for as deep as the Packers annoyance runs in this league, you'd think the rules would apply to across the board. But that's not just what sums this lead up. No, in fact, it's the group's pathologic true love for the Vikings that is the backbone here. So the Packers, they're bad guys. Out of here, we got that. Here's the next layer. If you start a player on a team that is playing against the Vikings that week, you are put on a list. What list? You're considered treasonous, and you are subjected to their infamous betrayer report. By the end of the year, if you are the unfortunate 
holder of the fantasy team with players who scored the most points mm -hmm. against the Vikings. You are relentlessly harassed for being atop the betrayer report list for the entire offseason. You are the ultimate betrayer. Uh. <laughs> like every other fantasy league, naturally there's a wrestling style championship belt, which the guys who win get to obtain for the offseason. You're sure. encouraged to share photos of the belt in your daily life. This belt has been photographed oh, nice. across the country at weddings with newborn babies and my personal <laughs> favorite in a pregnancy photo shoot. Yes, indeed. This really? belt, yep. She's got her baby bump, and then this is Charlie holding the belt. Seriously, baby. I'm yeah. sure his wife was thrilled about this. She actually looks committed to the team. On the other end of the spectrum, whoever finishes last in this league is forced to prominently display a trophy that is less than appropriate for morning television in their homes. It was described to me as a free anatomy lesson for any manager with young children. Is that true? <laughs> Can we see that trophy? We cannot. Please, we cannot. please. We cannot. My brief chat with my new friend Charlie, it gave me a lot of warm fuzzies for the hatred that is entrenched in football and rivalries. Because at the end of the day, this league is compiled of four things that we all well know and love. Lifelong friendships, a collective disdain for all things Packers, an obsession with the Vikings, and one inappropriate, inappropriate trophy. Can you imagine what the guys from the Back to the Roots League feel this weekend? To hell with their rosters. The Vikings have a chance to do something they haven't done in five years. Sweep the regular season series against that team from Wisconsin. So while the Packers don't exist in the imaginations of this special league, they most certainly will be a reality on the frozen tundra of Lambeau this Sunday afternoon. Could there be a more fitting way to ring in the first day of 2023 for these guys with zero entrance on the Betrayer Report this week? Because again, in this 40-something collective group of brains, the Packers do not exist, than watching their beloved Vikings go up against their arch rivals. This fantasy football league, I was obsessed with learning really about crazy. you guys. The Betrayer Report, the championship belt, the anti-Packer league. Yeah. I mean, my God, it was like everything I wanted baked into a league. What do you guys think? It's a great, great, great story, Jamie, and I'd love to have the pictures to prove it. I do have a question, like, all right, so you're in Charlie's league, and it's a yeah. critical week coming down the stretch, and you're like, well, you know, I got Phillip Rivers on by, and there's Rodgers sitting there right there on the waivers winning MVPs. Maybe I just throw him into my roster for one week, I no? bet that earns you Come just on. top of the – like, you, you're just done for the season. You're the ultimate perturb. <laughs> Here's yeah. the other thing about the inappropriate yeah. trophy. They have a rule that if you get texted something that says you have to go and take a selfie with the inappropriate trophy within, like, the hour. Mm. You have to, like, rush back to your house and be like, yeah, here it is on full display in my Amazing. home. Just carry it around with you. But for me, I'd rather earn the belt. I don't care about the betrayal report. Put me at the top if I get the belt, especially if you've watched the Vikings yeah. defense. If I have an offensive guy playing against him, I'm putting him in a game because he's probably going to go off. So because you sometimes can have the a win's report. a win. Give me the belt. It's an right? incredible commitment. Maybe the betrayer list will become commonplace now in fantasy football. We should <laughs> run it by Adam Rank when we get him on yeah. this. Let's talk Cowboys at the top of the next hour on Good Morning Football. How about someone approaching Jamie in a restaurant being like, can I tell you about my fantasy league? Yeah. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Good morning, football! Let's take a look at first the NFC playoff picture. You know the teams. It's that one with that beautiful lone star at the top of your screen that we're going to focus on here because the Cowboys are taking on the Titans. They are the five seed with a shot stealing the NFC East from the Eagles, which is shocking because the Eagles have just been bam on the left side of your screen all year long. But there is a chance if Dallas wins out and Philly drops their last two, Cowboys would be division champs and the Eagles go to fifth. But all that um, becomes a moot point if the Cowboys lose to the Titans. Here's Cowboys Executive Vice President Stephen Jones on the confidence he has in Dallas heading into this postseason. Okay. Certainly, as we move forward, you know, we've got a lot of confidence and know that as we move forward, we'll be able to move the football and have confidence we'll move the football. And on top of that, I think uh, our defense will step up and make plays for us. I think we're right at the top of the league on turnovers in terms of creating turnovers. And uh, I think that'll continue. I think between the pressure and the way our back end's playing certainly points to uh, us having a lot of confidence and being able to have success in the playoffs. All right. Two weeks left in the season. We have to unpack some of this for the Cowboys. And as their regular season winds down, one of those games being the Thursday night football game against the Titans. What do we make of this matchup, this team, Kyle, how they handle this Mm -hmm. situation moving forward? Here's what you do. Mm. Win your last two games. Okay? And and far be it for me to tell someone to say take it one game at a time. (laughs) Take it one game at a time. right? Because what happens is the end of the season, especially a team like this that is so high profile and and so – so celebrated that when you get towards the end of the year and you got a good record, you start getting real excited, like you want to start opening your presents before you got them. Just take it easy. I'm, 
I'm seeing quotes from Jerry Jones about meeting Philadelphia a third time and selling and Dax. Like, I, I'm confident it'll happen. Dak, you're one and three in the playoffs. That, that's it, all right? <laughs> Since you guys won the Super Bowl when I was in high school, you have four total playoff wins. That's it. So Ugh. let's finish the last couple of games. Let's have a nice wild card round and just win this thing. It's there's. I get accused of being a, a, a hater. Yeah. I have nothing personal against the Cowboys at all, at all. I grew up loving the Cowboys. Emmett was my favorite player. I've just seen this movie so many times. We get here and they have a good record and good players and famous players and the owner's talking and it just doesn't end well. And I just, I'm waiting now for months to see why this team is different than any other Cowboys team I've seen. And forget ancient history, recent history, Mm -hmm. Dak teams, last year's team. Last year's team looked really good, and they were at home, and they were playing the Niners, and they're like, oh, the Cowboys should win. I still don't see why. I like a lot of things about them, but like when I start hearing them saying, oh, this feels special, and I would love to see Philadelphia again, never mind Philadelphia. What about Tennessee Titans, who are going to be out to save their lives on Thursday? They'll win that game, then win the last game, mm-hmm. and then a nice little wild card victory, and then we'll get to work. That's how I feel. It's just cart before the horse. You know what I'm saying? Like, no let's, let's, just, let's focus a little bit here. This is really tricky for the Cowboys because, Kyle, you nailed it. Like, the Titans, while some could argue that, like, don't play their guys because the only game that matters to the Titans, which we'll talk about this, yeah. is the Week 18 game. That yeah. was what Peter was saying yesterday. Like, oh, the Titans, doesn't matter what happens. No, you have to figure it out fast if you're the Titans. You have to figure out what's going on. If you make it into a fighting spot in the postseason, you better have your identity right. Commanders, let's remember who played spoiler to the Eagles' perfect season Mm -hmm. not so long ago. Mm -hmm. was the Commanders. So what sweet tune that would be for Washington if they could do that to the Cowboys. I look at Dak Prescott once again. It's a nice round number. He's played 10 games this season due to injury. His first five games, he had four picks. His last five games, he's at eight. But what's odd is that the Cowboys offense is actually producing at a much higher rate in the last five compared to the first five. They're scoring eight points more per game. What does that look like? Does that mean that Dak is taking deeper shots, he's taking higher risk, and there's more reward there. But man, the risk, it's ugly at times. It puts them in bad spots against the Jaguars. It kicked off last week's game with a pick, and you're like, oh boy, here we go. Back-to-back picks over a span of two games. What is going on with Dak? Now, last week's game was great, and it was needed. The Cowboys had to beat the Eagles. The Eagles were without Jalen Hurts, of course, but I look at Dak, and like, are you showing us a side of you that we had not seen before, which is a more of a risk-taker quarterback, but here it comes with the side of points and extra yards Mm -hmm. but what is that going to come at what risk will you put your team into in January so I look at him is he going to rise to the occasion because he has to be the Mm -hmm. difference maker yeah you mentioned identity and I look at the Cowboys defense because for them they've been a strong part of their games and they're winning games this season and their defense is almost like that crazy like college girlfriend you have where there's times where she just drives you insane and you're like what am I doing but there's those moments where it's just like oh that's why I love this woman. She's crazy, but my goodness. And those moments happen different times, different what occasions. Are those moments, We're dude? not going to get into mm. detail on that. You don't have it's, to. It's a, morning, it's a morning show. And you look <laughs> at her, and that's the Cowboys defense because in these last three games, they've given up 97 points, averaging over 30 points a game on defense. But they're taking the ball away at such a high clip. What Stephen Jones mentioned, those three games, they have nine takeaways, multiple interceptions, forcing fumbles. And that's what it's been all about. You look at this past Eagle game, they have four turnovers in that game. And that's how you're 
have the ability to win even when Dak has interceptions, when they're still putting points up because their defense is taking it away and they're leading the NFL right now with 30 takeaways. But why are they giving up so many points? Why are they giving up the big plays, a double move to Zay Jones down the sideline, Gardner Mitchell putting up over 350 yards passing in this past game? So it drives you crazy when you watch them because it's just like the amount of talent, the amount of potential, Michael Par- Micah Parsons, then you have Diggs in the secondary, but you're still trying to put your finger on why the games are ending and they're plus 30 points and putting it all up. But that girlfriend, my goodness, the way she can make you feel in Let's go. Moments, you'll take it. So continue to take the ball away, and they can find ways to win those games. My man. Yeah, you play your like my reference. Drew, Bill, Drew my Hill in the, in the oh, car, right? I'll talk about it. Yeah. I know. Um, coming up on Good Morning Football, two-time by Loa, unfortunately, is back in concussion protocol. Our own Judy Batista and the NFL's chief medical officer, Dr. Alan Sills, have a discussion about his status later on. Plus, NFC South. Oh, our sweet, sweet NFC South. Mm. We love it. We do. Who's going to take it? You don't even have to pay for it. It's free. (laughs) If you can haul it, you can have it. And yet, no one's hauling it yet. We'll get into it after this. No one's come to pick it up. No. Does anybody have a pickup? You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.